0: Hello and welcome to the Artistic Podcast. I am your host, Stevie Sound, and thank you for joining in. Today I have the guitarist from the Boneheads, Jake... Jake, what's your last name? <laughs> I Garabac. didn't ask your last name. <laughs> Garavac. Sorry, so we have Jake Garavac here from the Boneheads. They are a, uh alternative blues band, is what I read, from Mississauga, I believe. Would you like to elaborate a bit more on that, Jake? Hey, thanks for having me. We're um, an alternative blues rock band uh, from Mississauga
1: and um, we're kind of doing a little combination of old-time and electric rock music. It uh, gives you a little bit of tones of, uh, tone of country as well, and um, kind of inspirations. Uh, we like to keep it kind of mainly blues, blues, rock, and other rock
0: as well. Awesome, yeah. I love the, uh, the wider range of um, instruments that you guys have. Your production value is absolutely astounding. Um, but... This show is more on the Canadian creative, so even though you are in the band, we are going to talk a little bit more about you and how music has changed you. So you are a guitarist. When did that uh, start? How did that all start?
1: It all started when I was in uh, grade seven, I believe. I really got into my guitar hero at the time. I remember Guitar Hero One Two came out. I believe it was around that time, and I. I think my parents got sick of me playing that game and uh, spending endless hours playing video games, and they decided, decided to sign me out for guitar lessons mm-hmm. at the local music shop uh, in Streetsville. It was called Strings Attached at the time, and that's where I uh, that's where I started. I got a guitar for Christmas. It was one of those guitars, uh, the fun guitar that you get in uh, in a bundle with an amp and a cable and, and all that. Um, and yeah, I started from there, and since t- since 2007, I've been playing guitar and uh, teaching myself
0: ever since. That's it. How does it make you feel?
1: feels great. Like, I need to play guitar every day. Uh, if I don't play guitar for a day or two, I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel uneasy. I feel like
0: I always need to be being creative with the guitar and writing a riff or writing a song. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's so funny because most people, when you're starting guitar, you're kind of like, or starting an instrument, you're kind of like, oh, an hour a day of this? What the hell? I can't do that. that then when you actually do that and you become like, you know, an actual real guitarist or you want to make this further in your life, it comes to a point where you can't put that guitar down. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, at, the, at the beginning, it's definitely a little more difficult uh, learning the instruments
1: and dedicating your time to it, especially if you're, um, I guess, an adult at the time and not a kid. It's hard to find time for that instrument, right? So I can see how it, how it could be difficult. Um, But once you learn the instrument and you can kind of um, navigate I guess the if you're a guitar player at the time, you know, um, it definitely becomes more of an inspirational and an outlet, um, more than
0: anything, more than like a chore or a mm-hmm. job. Yeah, and when you actually start loving it, then you actually start realizing the power of it, and you're like, oh, wow, this feels great. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, the Boneheads, you guys started in 2020, right? Sure. How did that all come to be? How was, like, was it you and some... Friends or um,
1: so the whole band comes to uh, Owen and I, uh, Owen's the drummer in the band. We go way back to elementary school. We actually went to St. Gregory uh, Elementary School off of Bancroft. Owen okay. um, didn't didn't play drums at the time, so we didn't really start jamming until um, I guess he was 20, I was 21. He was younger than me, right? And we started jamming at the Yorkshire Arms, which is a pot up the street from where we lived. And we were in a little, uh, small little band of time just playing covers at at Yorkshire Arms, playing blues covers and Zeppelin covers. And then in 2020, uh, we kind of met each other at a bar after after a long time not seeing each other and he was telling me uh, that he has his own studio space now and he wanted me to come jam. So we started jamming a little bit in the summertime of 2020 and then we kind of decided that we wanted to start a band together. So we we're a drummer and a guitarist at the time, and uh, we were in need of a bassist and a, and a lead vocalist because I can't sing. So the only vocalist I knew at the time was Andrew, which is our current vocalist. He's the younger brother of one of my good friends, Matt. So we invited Andrew to come jam with us and play some songs, and we found out that he's an amazing singer and he can belt notes and hold notes and has good vibrato. So. And right away, right okay, we got to get this guy to be our singer. And then the way we met Ryan, he was in another band at the studio at the time, where we were at, and then we were in need of a bassist, and we were around, I guess, for a band, and he uh, was kind of a perfect fit for us as well. He was very into blues and country, and we really liked the music that we were writing at the time.
0: Awesome. So it all just kind of gelled together, and it was like, yeah. Wicked, we're starting this exactly. There's no struggle finding any of us, man. It's
1: kind of all
0: right to place. Oh, nice. That's that's good. You guys got lucky. <laughs> I know a lot of people that have problems with that. You know what I mean? One of my bands could not find a drummer. Still can't. So
1: yeah, for sure. Like I know, I know one of my good friends' band. Uh, they also, they're lead vocalist as well, and they've been looking for years to find a replacement. And,
0: um, having well, that's anything. the thing, right? The right one will come around. You just gotta keep practicing and keep auditioning, and it'll come around. So I read that you guys won an an Arts Award in Mississauga both years, back to back, I think? We were,
1: we were nominated as finalists for um, the group emerging category for the uh, Mississauga Arts Award. And for this year, upcoming in September, we're also a nominee. Uh, for best new group
0: for the Mississauga Music cool Club. congratulations on that now was that for that it's an EP that you guys released right it has Dreams and Skeletons on it yeah, but it's a two song um, AB single uh, type release. awesome yeah would you like to elaborate maybe on the song Skeletons it, you know it's really full like it really has an impactful like vibe and tone to it you can really like you could dance to it, but even I'm sure you can't answer for the lyrics as lyrics are amazing. Even just the riffs in it. The riffs are very uh, they really stick with you, you know what I mean? The guitar riff. It really just it get it got stuck in my head. <laughs> so uh elaborate on on how, how you felt and like where that riff came from. Yeah.
1: nineteen I believe, or maybe early 2020, and I just recorded in my phone, and I didn't really do much with it, so then when, once we started jamming later on in 2020, I kind of went to my phone and went to old chord progressions, and that came up. So I played around with it, and uh, Andrew, one thing Andrew's really good at is he's good at finding a vocal melody, and like right away, once we have like a rep or a chord progression, so he really digged that, that progression at the time, and uh, the chorus kind of, you know, caught wind right away, and then we wrote the bridge to it, and the solo, and I don't know, it was kind of a quick song that we really whipped up, you know, right early 2020 when we first uh, became a band, and it was kind of the sound they were going for, like a bluesy, old-timey, shuffly feel, um, a little bit of spooky vibes as well, uh, with the diminished chords in there, but, um, a super fun song that we play every gig, and it seems like people really enjoy
0: that one as well. Yeah, it did give me, it gave me a good vibe of like a lot of like Canadian music. Like I don't want to put that into a into a subcategory because I hate doing that. But like there is like a an, an I don't want to again call you guys indie because it's not really indie. But it gave me more of a dancey, new age feel, kind of than just a normal bluesy track like it obviously it gave you your, your your bluesy track but it gave me a bit more you know what yeah, I mean yeah it's a little bit more up
1: tempo a little more a uh, little more dance-y and sh- uh, the
0: shuffle really gives it that
1: feel as well yeah. um, and, and the chorus too we, we kind of intended it to be a little more catchy as well so um, that could give you that feeling as well
0: and I guess you guys are writing some more music yeah some new music and everything yep
1: uh, I'll give you the exclusive we're currently writing an album right now and we're putting it together we're about uh three quarters done recording it we're aiming to release a single or announce the single next month in september which is uh, it's like two days away right now as of today, right? so announce, announce it in a couple of weeks hopefully and then uh, probably finish up the album by the end of the year and hopefully in early 2023 we'll announce an
0: album release awesome great can't wait for that and you guys are on Instagram and iTunes and Spotify and all that. We'll definitely plug that in at the end of the show. I want to ask you uh, your gear. What kind of gear do you use? Amps, guitars, everything.
1: So I'm a big fan of Fender. Um, I currently use a Fender Stratocaster, a Telecaster. Um, I'm using a Fender amp as well. With unit. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a couple Gibson guitars that we like to use. Um, I use a Gibson 335. Um, on almost every song that we record. Uh, Andrew uses or just bought a, a new Gibson SG that he uses a lot. Um, okay. Brian, he uses Fender as well. A lot of Fender in this band. And uh, O-Dogs, I think like his kit, I think it's a Ludwig kit. Um, we also use like pretty hefty pedal boards as well. We're not like a true um, I guess classic blues band that they kind of just go directly into the amp from the guitar, right? We like
0: to use a lot of effects as well to give us more of a modern sound. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, Fender. Honestly, I, I, I'm used to playing like metal music. So when I started playing like all the blues, alternative stuff, I was using like just kind of normal like Ibanezes and trying to do like the ATKs and whatever. And then I just bought a Fender bass, and I was like, this is why <laughs> everyone uses Fenders. They are like, I guess Gibson has their own signature, but just Fender is... I had to understand why Fender is as good as it is until I bought one, you know what I mean? You don't know what a Fender is until you buy one, so...
1: Yeah, they're, they're just so
0: versatile, and they just sound
1: too good. Um, especially the Stratocaster, that's my number one guitar that I use, and it's just such a comfortable guitar to play. Um, and it always sounds great, and um, super
0: versatile as It's legendary, right? Okay, tell me a little bit about you know like the Toronto scene. What's your thoughts on like the Toronto local scene? You know, does it excite you? What 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 can you say about some of the peers that you have, some of the the band peers, some of the people you play with? Yeah,
1: so it's a little bit strange for us right now. We're we're like a blues rock, all blues rock band, and we're playing with a lot of um, alternative and punk bands right now. I feel like the Toronto scene right now is um, full of lots of punk and alternative and hardcore um, where we're a little bit more old-school, right? kind of going for a blues sound. So um, I find a lot of promoters right now are asking us to play with more alternative and punk bands So it's a little more difficult for us to find that kind of um, fan base or people who are looking for more of our sound rather than um, their sound. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to find the path to the Toronto music scene for, to find people who, and find other bands who uh, have similar sounds to us and want to hear more live, live music rather than um, more punk and pop punk and hardcore alternative music right
0: now. Yeah, Toronto seems to have that edge more when it comes to the heavier stuff and the, um... I, th- I thought the emo stuff was kind of dead, but apparently not really in Toronto. There's actually a lot of bands, a lot of emo bands out there uh, is, there a, is there a band that you really, really like in Toronto that you want to kind of like let everyone know? You should probably check these guys out or something like that? Yeah, um, actually, the band that we played with
1: the other night, they're, they're called Bosom, B-U-S-M. They're out of Oshawa, actually. Um, they're one of our favorite bands that we like to play with, so they invited us to open for them at the Biltmore Theater in Oshawa, and that was okay. on, um, on Saturday night. Yeah, we never played at the Biltmore before, or we had never played in Australia either. either. Um, and it was a beautiful theater, uh, super good lighting, super good sound, everyone that listened to us play said that that was the best sound they ever heard, so um, we were super thrilled to play there
0: last weekend. Awesome, man, I've never been to the Biltmore, but I've been to the the Atria, the Atria is pretty cool.
1: a bassist a guitarist and a drummer and the bassist and
0: the guitarist both sing um, vocals as well so that's cool pretty cool the way they perform was in b-u-s-m b-u-s-m yes b-u-s-m okay i'm gonna check that out for sure um a question that i like to ask everybody that i ask every show um is there like a certain thing that you do during your like creative process when you sit down to write a riff is there something that needs to be there like a cigarette or like a a certain song that you have to listen to Doritos or something (laughs) Uh, I'm not too picky
1: Um, I know like kind of funny because our our rehearsal studio right now we don't have any AC and we got no AC all summer long so it's been a sauna in there and it gets uncomfortable so I'd say being comfortable where you are is probably number one for us right now Um, it's kind of hard for us to be comfortable in a sauna of a rehearsal studio but um, I'm not too picky, other than that, you know, maybe listen to some music from a tour genre to get inspiration from, um, having a good guitar with some new strings is essential as well, um, I got some re strings on my guitar, it gets hard to play, and, you know, I can't really get too far playing on anything, thing. that's there, but, um, yeah, and hopefully, like, the creative pieces flow at the, at the time, right? Um, Some days, you know, I can't really think of anything and, you know, I just put the guitar down after a few minutes and then other days, you know, I'll be writing a whole riff or a whole song
0: just like that. Yeah, sometimes it just comes to you and you just got to flow with it. You just got to vibe and be like, all right, yeah, I'm sticking to this thing. This sounds good. (laughs) So for all the young aspiring uh, musicians in Toronto or the young creatives, you know, listening right now, what piece of advice can you give to them? Uh, within, sorry. What what piece of advice can you give to them when it comes to like starting a band or like you know uh, sticking true to your craft?
1: I think the biggest piece of advice I could give is just do or play music that you know makes you happy and that you enjoy. You know, a lot of people in the music industry tell people you know what's in, what's not in, what'll sell, what won't sell, what'll get plays on the radio, what won't. I think if you kind of force yourself to play to other people's interests, you'll get a little frustrated and lost within the industry. I think if you play what you love and play what inspires you and form a band with like-minded musicians, I think you'll go far. And uh, when people see you play and enjoying what you're playing, I think that'll just radiate within the audience and, uh, you know,
0: get, get you through. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Wicked, awesome. That's what I always try and like tell the young ones, like when I'm teaching or whatever. I try and tell them like I know you're gonna like say no, it's impossible, but like just play it. There's uh, there's nothing I can tell you. Just play it. Teach yourself what you want to teach yourself. Do your scales, and like eventually it will all come to you. Th- that's how I got taught. You know what I mean? Like I taught myself, but it was all kind of just I'm reading all these books and I'm taking all these lessons, and then. What I realized is actually that, like, the more I played, the more I did it, the more it made sense to me. So it's literally that's the best piece of advice right there. Yeah, that's not a good point, too.
1: You know, the more you play, the more, for example, like a lot of people will get writers' blogs in, in bands or if they're a solo artists. Uh, the, but the more you play, the more like you pick up your instrument, the more you're likely to write something cool. Or, you know, if you do write something cool, record it at the time and you'll know, revisit it another day. Or a week or a month later and you know sometimes like what to Skeletons later
0: one little a full song exactly yeah banking music is 100% crucial absolutely I definitely believe that uh, so do you guys have any shows soon or yep
1: we've got two shows coming up we have a show at the Rec Room in Mississauga September okay. 10th for playing with the GL Birds El Paladin and Vacant Space those are all on Mississauga based bands and then we have one more show scheduled right now at the end of September, September
0: 29th, I believe. And now that, that one's um, at the supermarket. Or at, at the supermarket, which is Kensington, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're headlining that one. Cool. I'll definitely come check that one out because I live very close to Kensington, so that's bomb. And I work right there, too. Okay, so the last part of the show, I want to do the little games. I just want you to plug out your 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 band or your friend's band or whoever you think should get some attention. Just let everyone know where they can hear your music and you know where they can find you. Yep, yeah, a couple of my buddies' bands.
1: You, you got to check out uh, El Paladin. You got to check out uh, Muslim, like I mentioned earlier. Another uh, good band that uh, that we like to play with is um, the Jailbirds, our local band around here. Uh,
0: let's see. Oh, That's yeah. pretty good. You named you named a good few. You can check you guys out over on Instagram and Facebook, I guess, and all that, yep. right? And you can
1: check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. All our usernames are
0: Boneheads, duh? Yeah, whenever I saw it, it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, The Boneheads. Okay, okay, I got it. Yeah, because. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody took about on Boneheads, and we just reverse the two words Yeah, that's pretty clever. Okay, so then the last game I wanna play is the playlist game. And basically, it's just a game where you just shuffle your most used playlist. You tell me your first three songs that pop up, and then you tell me kind of like why they're there and like what they mean to you. And we kind of paint a picture on who you are via this playlist. Okay, cool. We'll make this interesting. I'll actually go into my Spotify, and I'll go into my rock mix, and we'll see which one pop up. Awesome. Boom. Wicked. First song is actually one of my favorite
1: bands right now. Uh, it's called Walk Across the, Wa- the Water by
0: the Black Keys. Oh, they're they're coming to Toronto soon, I think, right? They are, and I'm, and I'm going to a concert, too. Nice. I want to go. I might buy a ticket. I'll see. Anyway. So let me know if you go, and we'll, uh, we'll grab a beer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so down. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the lawn. I don't know about you, but the lawn, when it comes to the Budweiser stage, the lawn is where you need to be. Absolutely. Sounds good. Yeah, they're my favorite my favorite bands right now, their
1: album Let's Rock that came out a few years ago. I, I'm still listening to that front
0: to back today. So so what do you like about them? What's what's uh is, are are they one of your influences? Yeah, definitely. I think they're one of the biggest influences we have
1: for this band. Mm-hmm. Um, their sound their sound is just so so catchy and so easy to listen to and um something that
0: we really strive for. Yeah, I did I did get a uh, a black keys vibe off skeletons for sure. Like it was it was it was cool. I, I really enjoyed that song. What's uh song song number two? The next
1: one is actually interesting. It's uh
0: CCR, Up Around the Bass. Oh, wow, I know Owen, nice. our, great, great drummer, He's
1: very very inspired by um older classic rock like Led Zeppelin, C C R, um, the Doors, bands like that in the seventies. Um, and CCR is a band that we've we've actually covered um, before, playing live, and uh, one of our inspirations.
0: Absolutely, man! They're one of the greatest bands ever. Like they're they're such an an iconic, like piece to our future music for sure. Well, I guess us now because we were the future to them. You know what I mean? But basically, yeah. there's a lot of bands in the city that <laughs> that use pieces of CCR or like Zeppelin or all that. What about number three?
1: Boss one is one of my favorite Canadian bands right now. The Sheepdogs. Their song called Rock and Roll,
0: you know, Simple Thing. Yeah, that's a good track, too. Sheepdogs, they they put on a good show, man. What's your favorite thing about that song? Um,
1: I just like how catchy their songs are. And, um, I, don't, I don't know. I just really enjoy listening to the Sheepdogs. Every song they put out is enjoyable to listen to. I've seen them live a couple times. I've seen them live at the London Music Hall in London, Ontario and I've seen them live um, at
0: least Palace in Toronto. They're great. I think I saw them live at uh, some Edge Fest or some some outdoor festival. I don't know, but they they were just so good. What they're, It's simplistic music. That's what it is. It's simplistic, but it's so catchy that it's like you just want like double fist beer, party with everybody and like that's what music should be. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it's like a connection, a, a connecting music. Yeah, the yeah, their videos are are legendary, uh, I love them, okay, man. Well, I guess I think that's all the time I have. um I wanna thank you for coming onto the show and helping me spread the word of Canadian creatives. you know that's exactly what I'm trying to do, so I really appreciate that you took your time out to come um and it was great talking to you uh your music's awesome. Keep up your good work, and I hope to hear some uh. Great music. Do you remember how to uh, close off this show with me? Yep. My name is Jake Garavac. I'm the lead guitarist for the
1: Boneheads, and I am
0: artistic. Awesome. Great. Boom. One shot. Nice. Alright, <laughs> I know. I do. No one actually does remember that. They, I, we kind of have to stop and everything. That was like, you know, that's that that's a memory right there. Anyways, thank you, Toronto. Spill your hearts out and stay artistic. Thank you.